Well, Alibaba had them 40 thieves. Sherazade had a thousand tails. Boom, boom. I master you in luck, cause up your sleeve, you got a brand of magic never fails. Boom, boom, boom. Sin chow. Ya kwe kong. Ten toila nate. Tin antala Steven. De la movies on the side. Have you been doing a Duolingo? What do you think, Steve? Is that a little Rosetta Stone you got going on? We are the number one podcast in Vietnam, so that is my Vietnamese. Oh, yes, that's right. I totally forgot about that. Well done. It sounded pretty good, actually. You know, it probably sounded good to our English ears. It's probably an abomination to anyone who speaks Vietnamese. We're going to drop to number 100 in Vietnam after that, but but I'll keep it in. We've been banned from the country now. Oh, I'm sure. You've offended everyone. My, my, My tones were off. Ni hao ma. Ni hao ma. I know how to say pho because I like the soup. Wait, that's Vietnamese, right? Yeah, it's Vietnamese. Pho. I love it. Wow. That's all I got. (laughs) Nate, I can't waste any more time because we're talking about my favorite animated Disney movie from my childhood and its remake, Aladdin. Steven, is this episode both Aladdin's? together or are we just doing the new aladdin this is important well i want to talk about mostly the new aladdin but you can't talk about that without comparing it to the original sure okay wonderful i can speak knowledgeably about both okay so i'm not even worried and here's what i had to do the whole family watched both aladdins in a row over the course of four days but (laughs) we watched both back to back in a row is a loose term (laughs) Right. Because I felt like to show my children the 2019 one, which I hadn't seen either yet, without seeing the original, it felt sacrilegious. Like, you just can't do that. But Steven, you could have really performed an experiment. Mm. Because you could have shown the 2019 one first to your kids, to your family. Yeah, you might have been. You might have been right. You wanted them to experience it the way you experience it. I, I, I did, and so we we watched the 1992 original version first, right? Which the the kids really enjoyed, and then the 2019 version. And let me tell you, the direct juxtaposition of those two movies really colored my viewing of the new one. Let's just say, okay. That. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. So I have strong feelings about the original. Sure. So when the 2019 Aladdin opens up with Will Smith on a boat, I I didn't really know what to do with myself, Nate. Oh, imagine a land. It's a faraway place where the caravan camels roam. Where you wander among every culture and tongue. It's chaotic, but hey. Oh no, this is going to be tough, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Steven, here's what I've learned about you through our time yes. recording movies on the side together. Yes. When you enjoy an old IP, <laughs> you do not like it to change at all. So I'm afraid that everything that was different about this, you are going to call out as, that's not what they said, that's not what they did, this character wasn't in the old one. And I am going to respond to you every time you say that by saying to you, Stephen, I think the parts where this departs from the original are some of its best moments because it is not trying to be original. Therefore, it is not compared so closely to the original. I will state at the outset, the differences is not what bothers me because I noticed every line difference, even in the Friend Like Me song. 
the little lines here and there that would change. Like I noticed it all, but that that's not so much bothered me. Okay. Then I'll say, Mr. Man, what's your name? Whatever. What will your pleasure be? Let me start with Will Smith. Mm-hmm. I love Will Smith as an actor. I love pretty much every movie he does. I love him in character out of character and in interviews on late night talk shows. Even I even like his bad movies, that after earth movie that everybody says was terrible. I mm-hmm. like that movie too. Mm-hmm. I love everything Will Smith does. And I will even say I liked Will Smith as the genie when he wasn't singing. Yep. I, I don't think, and this pains me to say, cause I was really, really hopeful, but I don't think Will Smith had a strong enough singing voice to be the genie. Yes. What say you, Nate? I am completely with you in this. (laughs) I think, here's what I think should have been done. They tried very hard to auto-tune Will Smith (laughs) in the ones where he has to sing long, belting things. Yes. I would have liked if they did not do any of that, and they let a little bit... Not so much off-key, but a little bit of um, voice acting to come through during the songs. Yeah. Will Smith is known for rapping. He's known for, I don't know, what's the next after rapping would be just kind of a talk a talk singing. Yeah, the Kirk Franklin thing, where you're really just, you're talking more than you're singing. Right, right, exactly. Kind of a, I don't know, do you call like the intro to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air like rapping? I don't know. Yeah, it's like a comedic rap. Yeah. Right, it's exactly, yeah, exactly. That's where Will Smith shines. Right. And if he's singing, I want it to involve a little bit more glottal Voice acting. Ah! Like, I want more of that in the singing. And when it goes into the Arabian and it's right. like, that's not Will Smith. Like, don't try to make him into kind of an operatic, like, epic right. voice. Be yourself. Here's what I would have done differently. Yes. The verses, more emotion in the voice, less like right on the word. So like talk it, talk through. Yeah, yeah. I come from a land, a faraway land. That, you know, where you're not like, na, 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 or he's not hitting every note. It's too melodic. Yeah. Yes. And then if you want to get to the, like, the actual chorus, bring in another singer. He stops singing and like in the air like the voice appears in the wind you know not yeah. appear in the wind yeah. the voice begins the opening song arabian nights is such a good song like and it sets the whole mood for the thing in a lot of good ways arabian nights need arabian moon honestly seeing will smith on the boat didn't take me out of it but hearing will smith trying to hold arabian night like but not Right. It was it, it took me out. Right. It was a synthetic holding of that night's. Yeah. Instead of like they just like lengthen that out. Right. But traveling that when the camera travels across the CG water yes. from the boat yes. towards the shore. Sure. Because now Agrabah is a port city, which I'm cool with that choice. It makes it yeah. more like lush and beautiful. I'm good. I was still excited because it was still like, I saw this in theaters. This was the beginning of the movie. We're seeing this new land. Yeah. After the very first Arabian Nights, which was disappointing, mm-hmm. audibly, I jumped to, I'm ready to take in the visual feast right. of Agrabah. Right. And that saved the song for me. Now, I could tell that seeing this in a theater 
would have been enjoyable. Oh man. I think the look and the scenery, like it did look beautiful. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Because it is so colorful. It is Prince Ali's song. We'll get to that later. But yes. All that that big festive over the top. Yes. So great in theaters. Yes. And the music, the percussion of this, for whatever reason, I'm not a big audiophile, but the percussion throughout this movie was just crunchy in a good way yes there's a lot of textures in these songs i'll give you that i want to talk about the music for at least four hours but sure before we get off will smith i do want to say to contrast my opinion of his singing voice will smith acting as the genie i really enjoyed his little reactions to aladdin the way he would deliver some lines like i i did enjoy him acting as the genie i thought he looked a little funny when he was the blue genie uncanny valley exactly that's exactly what i was gonna say a little too uncanny valley right looked a little weird but when he was just like in human form just himself i was totally down with it like i I enjoyed those moments but the the last thing i'll say to you he had to fill some massive shoes because watching the original aladdin and hearing robin williams voice the genie it is so perfect Right. You can't duplicate it. And to try and do it exactly like Robin Williams did, it would have been foolish anyway. Correct. But just want to say, like, Robin Williams did an amazing job as the genie. One of the best vocal performances of all time. Yes. In an animated movie. Yes. Ten thousand years will give you such a crick in the neck. Hang on a second. feel good to be out of there i'm so glad that they did not have will smith try to do impersonations oh absolutely because as a kid i don't think you understand as much how many different people robin williams impersonates right so many though like i didn't know who jack nicholson was as a kid but like (laughs) right and he does his impression and does rodney dangerfield joan rivers yeah it's so good so good i can't believe it i'm losing to a rug Genie, I need help. All right, Sparky, here's the deal. If you want to court the little lady, you got to be a straight shooter. Do you got it? I'm glad they didn't try to go that route. Yeah, I agree. I wish, and every once in a while he does this, I wish they would have let Will Smith be more Will Smithy yeah. in the songs, just the way Robin Williams got to kind of be his self and riff. Yes. Like Will Smith... At his finest during the songs is when he's like, uh-huh, you're going to wow me up. And it's, <laughs> you know, he's got that, like, that swagger. Back up. Uh-oh. Watch out. you going to wow me up. Not to show you what I'm working with. He has charisma. Like, Will Smith is charismatic. That, like, I'm having fun. I'm just going to talk through this and be a, sometimes a hype man. Right, exactly. So I want to get to the next song that we listen to which is one jump the original is fun listening to the original orchestral mix i I texted you listen for the clarinet riff and it goes by very quick you can barely hear it oh man but there is so much texture and just a incredible playing and arranging in the original one jump ahead of the lawman that's all and that's no joke these guys don't appreciate i'm broke I will say this is one song where the modern pop-ish remix 
was not my favorite. It was a slower tempo than the original. Gotta keep one jump ahead of the red line, one swing ahead of the sword. I steal only what I can't afford. And that's everything. And I don't know if you noticed, but at times in the movie, they, they sped up the video. Mm-hmm. You, did you notice that? And slowed down the video. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I know, this is a this is a Guy Ritchieism, oh. who is the director of this, who I'm a big fan of various other things. He loves messing with the speed of the scene. Did you find it effective? Like, did you in, enjoy those moments? I enjoyed them because I had I thought about they had to sing lip sync to the song while being recorded in a different speed. Mm-hmm. And that was interesting to me because at times they were sped up yeah. and slowed down, but they had to keep singing to the song. And I it made it fun to think about on set there being a, a chipmunk version of <laughs> right. and you have to lip sync along to that or vice versa. One drum. Yeah. So it wasn't <laughs> yeah. super effective. I... I'm with you. Yeah. But I found it interesting because it's a, very much what Guy Ritchie loves to do. Those moments, I wasn't crazy about it. But One jump is the biggest letdown between the animated and the original. I am completely with you. Okay. In- yes. It's not interesting. There's nothing really added to it. It's It feels slow. I thought the parkour would be a little bit better. Yeah. It seemed a little bit like, I don't know. I wanted a little more Prince of Persia-esque stuff. Yes. I agree. But since we're here, it's in this song where Aladdin and Jasmine first run into each other. Aladdin in the 2019 version being Mena Masood and Naomi Scott, who I knew I recognized her from somewhere, and it was uh, the new Power Rangers movie. <laughs> That's correct. The other movie she's been in. But h- how do you feel about this new Aladdin and Jasmine? Hmm. This is tough. Mm-hmm. I think that their looks are perfect. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to really I need to really drive home this point. Yes. As yes. far as their looks, they are perfect for this movie. Aladdin looks like if I had a picture Aladdin coming to life, he was great. Grinning mm-hmm. smile, like perfect look. Yeah. Naomi Scott is beautiful mm-hmm. as Jasmine and yet with like these fierce eyes. Yeah. Their look was perfect. Yep. Their romance and their connection i never got into i never quite believed i think naomi scott made a better jasmine yes there was something about mena that never quite he had moments he had moments right but there was also a little bit of smarminess that came through (laughs) unintentionally i think when he was cheesing it up a little bit yeah right that wasn't quite uh, I never got got the, like, I am living on the street. Maybe that's it. Right. I never got the, like, I am the riffraff street rat. I don't buy that. If only they'd look closer. And that sort of down on your luck thing, I never quite bought from him. And you got to sell me that this guy is, like, a wise, street-wise, like, down on his luck guy in order for me to really love his rise to Prince Ali. Give me all your thoughts. No, I'm in, I'm in full agreement. I do think that Naomi Scott, she did some great acting in this movie. Her face and eye moments are really powerful, really emotional. Um, Mena, I did not feel communicated a great Aladdin. 
And even in little moments, like in the original, Aladdin and Abu steal an apple mm-hmm. from one of the stands. Mm-hmm. They see the kids, and Abu is like eats the apple begrudgingly, and Aladdin gives his apple away, and then Abu gives the rest of his away. Like that moment in the original is really heartwarming and shows you what Aladdin's about. Mm-hmm. And that even though he lives on the street and is probably hungry himself, like he's a selfless guy, he has good intentions. That same moment in the new one where he gets like a bag of dates and just kind of like hands it to this lady and her kids on the street, you just don't feel those moments as much. And it's harder to connect with the Aladdin character as much in the, in the new one. So all that to say, I agree with, with your assessment. I just, right. it, it was tough to get behind him. There is a little bit more of a character growth that he needs in this movie, which I'm okay with him not being as wholesome at the beginning. Sure. But I'm with you. Without having those emotional beats at the beginning, it's just hard to like cheer for a guy when he becomes, you know, has the genie and all that stuff. Would they see a poor boy? No siree. They'd find out there's so much more to me. So, two characters quickly I'd like to get your thoughts on. Jafar and the Sultan. Sultan, absolutely yes. Everything Sultan, great. Agreed. Now, Jafar is a tricky one. Mm. Because Jafar and the animated, we're going to go back to the animated, was so good. So good. And so evil. Yes. Prince Ali is nothing more than that ragged urchin Aladdin. He has the Lampiago. The Jafar in this movie makes more sense in the real world because a Jafar that is as evil openly as the one in the cartoon would never get away with influencing the Sultan and existing in this movie. Mm. And in order for there to be a takeover and the guards being conflicted between Sultan and Jafar later, which is part of this movie, he can't be as openly evil Mm. I like that choice because he has to translate into a real, quote unquote, real world. Right. He is, he does have some creepy restraining his rage moments in this movie that are very good, but it's a different type of Jafar. Life will be kinder to you, princess. Once you accept these traditions and understand it's better for you to be seen and not heard. I agree with you on the Sultan. I really liked his character in the new one. Jafar, it felt a little jokey at times. Like sometimes he would make faces and I couldn't take him seriously. Mm-hmm. So that made it hard. Now, I don't know if you saw in the IMDb trivia, but did you see who was almost Jafar in the original and regretted it ever since? Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Sir, Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. And that really made me think. I mean... Ethnicity-wise, he probably would not have fit very well in the new one. No. But that is a very interesting idea to have Sir Patrick Stewart as Jafar. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> right. Well, I don't... I mean, the the voice... I don't know who voiced Jafar in the 1992 one. Uh, it was Jonathan Freeman. I thought he was great. I thought that voice was great. Yes. Uh, one other thought, Iago, in the original, I knew he was obnoxious. Voiced by Gilbert Gottfried. Right. <laughs> so he was really obnoxious upon reviewing the 
original. Mm-hmm. We gotta get out of here. We gotta get out. I gotta start packing, your highness. Only essential. We gotta travel light. Bring the guns, the weapons, the knives. And uh, how about this picture? I don't know. I think I'm making a weird face in it. And so I kind of liked the more subtle parrot-like Iago in the new one. By Alan Tudyk, who has become the master of voicing slightly inanimate animals. He did the chicken in Moana. He's done several. Oh. Well, I, I liked him. He was good. He did the main robot and I robot. Oh, oh, nice. Okay. Well, and the last thought on character wise, the Raja, the tiger and Abu, the monkey. It is just incredible how far computer animation has come because those animals look incredible and are completely CG, completely CG. And it's ridiculous how good they look. So good on you, Disney. You got that is very good. Quick, quick thought here. Yes. Raja loved the animation. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, Abu had a little bit of uncanny valley for the face. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Every once in a while, I got a little bit of maybe too humanistic. Yeah, which is tough because in the original, Abu is so expressive and right. it really is a, like a character. Like he played a role in the original. Yes. To have it just more straight monkey in the new one, I, I understand that that would be a hard line to walk. Right. But yeah, I, I agree. We also get Frank Welker, who is the voice of Abu and the Cave of Wonders. Yes. He's back yes. Re- That's- doing both of those again. <laughs> right. He is also the voice of Megatron uh- from Transformers. <laughs> this guy's like a voice actor, like a Scooby-Doo. He's like done all sorts of things. But right. I love that he's both doing the <laughs> You shall not enter. Yes. The Cave of Wonders. That was pretty good. And he apparently is the first actor to voice the same characters in an original Disney animation and a live action remake. So, a little trivia there. I want to talk about Cave of Wonders. Yep. Upon watching the original, it is amazing how much that Cave of Wonders scene still holds up and is so intense and suspenseful and it still looks great. That original Cave of Wonders scene is amazing. When Abu touches, like it is an imp- impactful moment when Abu touches that giant ruby and the whole oh thing starts goodness. melting away. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's terrifying, but it's so good. And uh, I mean, and the new one too. I totally, you know, the new one is really good. I enjoyed it. Magic Carpet also looks incredible in this movie. In the, oh, in absolutely. The new- oh, that animation is top notch for that Magic Carpet. Yes, and I feel like it still has just as much and a good amount of personality mm-hmm. for a carpet uh, as the original. And so good on that too. I'm down. Can we that. now move to friend like me? Yes. Friend like me. <laughs> so we meet Will Smith, blue genie, Will Smith. Yes. Every once in a while, he looks great in blue in theaters. This was one of the first moments that I actually kind of giggled out loud because it was so delightful. Mm. There is a specific part of Friend Like Me where the genie does the marionette strings on Aladdin. Oh, yeah. And he does a little dance riff. Yes. Followed by kind of a beatbox moment. Right. Where it departs from the old song. Yes. That is cool. That dancing is cool. Oh. Oh. 
for all of Aladdin's somewhat shortcomings, the the guy can dance. Yes. And there is that later dance scene in the movie that was actually really cool. So yes, I'll give you the dance. Exactly. I'll give you the dancing part. Bit of trivia. Magic Carpet does the Carlton dance at some point during Friend Like Me. Absolutely. And Will Smith, this was the very first thing he recorded when he met uh, with the people from the movie. It was like a one of those one take, like, yep, we got it. Wrap it up. Really? Here's what I want. Mm-hmm. This Friend Like Me is so Robin Williams heavy. Yeah. The, every tone, how he said every line, yeah. have some of column A, have all of column B. Like, oh, yes. His, the way he sang that song is burnt into my mind more than any other Robin Williams is. Yeah. More than Prince Ali, more than all that. Yep. Wish it's yours, true dish, about a little more baklava. As I'm a column A, try all of column B. I'm in the mood to help you, dude. You ain't never had a friend like me. So you have to get away from that in this movie. Mm-hmm. At the end of this movie, in the credits, we get a DJ Khaled, Will Smith (laughs) version of this song. Okay. I would have loved, depart from the main part of this song, keep the friend like me, and go crazy, Will Smith. Yeah. Like straight up rap, breakdown, hip hop it up some. Yeah. Don't go with... I'm your restaurant and I'm your major D. It's like, oh no, I hear Robin Williams. Right. And it's too close. Yeah. I need you to make it your own. You got some power in your corner now. It's heavy ammunition in your can. You got some power in your corner now. Heavy ammunition in your can. Life is your restaurant and I'm your major D. Life is your restaurant and I'm your major D. I think that would have been a good idea because it was too close a little too close and every word i would just immediately compare to robin williams singing it right and i really wanted to enjoy it again the visual aspect was fun changing column a and column b to like racks of clothes or whatever Mm -hmm. like you know i'm fine with all that abu playing the drums yeah i'm good with all of that but the whole song is will smith singing just like the whole song was robin williams before and like you can't not compare it so i actually mm-hmm. i actually agree i think a farther departure would have been better in that moment the visuals were fun but yeah i'm with you it, it was too close and it made comparing too easy and that was just robin williams piece de resistance absolutely but let's jump to prince ali wait here he comes ring bells bang the drum are you gonna love this guy prince ali fabulous he ali above I do think they stayed closer to the original, which was good, but I'm sure the visual aspect of that in the theater was wonderful. Prince Ali was one of the highlights of this movie for me. Yeah. In theaters, it was awesome. It had Will Smith doing Will Smith things, filling in the silence with his own, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. And adding, this is very subtle, but they added the one part where they held that note. Yes. <laughs> and he wanted the Sultan to like let the beat drop. Tap his hand. To start that chorus. <laughs> yes. yes. I liked that. I did. That is awesome. Yeah. And then they really, really slow down that Prince Ali part, and they do kind of an awesome dance during that part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool.
Yep, I was totally down for that. I liked I liked all those moments. That that felt a good equivalent or a good remix. I was good with that. Yes, yes, I agree. Are we gonna go to whole new world? Whole new world. Now, for a whole new world, seeing it in the new movie, I was okay with it because visually it was fun and you know a lot to look at. Before we recorded this podcast, I was actually listening to just the soundtrack in the car mm-hmm. from the new one. The actual song leaves much to be desired. That is correct. Yes. No one to tell us no or where to go or say we're only dreaming. A whole new world. Not, not a good remake. I almost wish, you know, for a lot of these songs... The original was extremely orchestral driven, Mm -hmm. like straight up orchestral Broadway orchestra type songs in the original Latin. For some of the new ones, I get the pop remix type stuff. I feel like this was one song. Uh They should have tried to go even closer to the original. Now, I don't know if Aladdin's voice could have done it justice either way. I think Jasmine held her own. Yes. But... It left something to be desired. No one to tell us no or where to go or say we're only dreaming. A whole new world, a dazzling place I never knew. Yes, it was. Whole New World was an example of this Aladdin being very, very nervous <laughs> right. about ruining this song. There are times where you know an executive got into the the room and said like, guys, I know you want to be creative. Guy Ritchie, I know you like to speed up shots. I know you Mm. want to make it your own. (laughs) Do not touch this golden cow. (laughs) Whole new world. And this song was so, so safe. The remaking of Whole New World was as safe and inoffensive and by the book as it could be mm-hmm. which sort of led me to go okay well fine yeah fine that's exactly how it was I felt fine about it it was fine it was, fine. It was, fine. It was as probably some disney executive said like no one will get mad by this whole new world right. no one will love it no one will play this whole new world a lot but no one will get right. mad at it right no one's gonna throw their popcorn at the screen like you're exactly. we're safe <laughs> we're safe but mm-hmm I would say, I, maybe this is the end of the credits. Zane from One Direction and Zavia Ward hmm. sing A Whole New World, a different one. Remember how back in the day, Peebo Bryson sang A Whole New World? Oh, who was he with? They had kind of a soulful uh, Whole New yes. World afterwards with a lot yes. more runs. Regina Bell. Regina Bell. Yes. I love that version of Whole New World. No one to tell. Zane and Zavia Ward, so much better of a whole new world rendition. Felt kind of like a modern. It was popish, but also had a little bit of that sitar flavor. Oh, okay. Give it a listen after this. Yes, yes, I will. Last song that I would like your comment on was a new song 
in the 2019 Aladdin. Speechless, sung by Jasmine. This song, the lyrics, the new lyrics of this song were by Benj Pasek and Justin Paul Pasek. Mm, okay. Sorry for mispronouncing that. It's all right. Um, those th- were the two that worked on Greatest Showman. Gotcha. So they were brought in, you know, Alan Menken was still doing his thing. Right. Still doing his score. But for this new lyrics for Speechless, they bring in those two guys. This song is... great, 40% played. What do you mean? Well, what do you mean by played? (sighs) There are parts... Like done before? Done, I think because we saw Greatest Showman recently, and This Is Me, I would say, is the better version of female empowerment, woman empowerment song. Right. Can I offer my my thought real quick while you you go to yours? Yeah, you're going to have a better take on this. Here's my thought. Inserted into the movie, I wasn't crazy about it. Because it seemed square peg in a round hole, like we're just going to put this in here just because. So it was hard for me to get into it watching the movie. Listening through to the soundtrack, like just listening to Speechless mm-hmm. in the car on the phone, like I could get behind it. Like, okay, I like this song. Yeah. I think Naomi Scott sounds good on it. Like this could be a thing for sure. But inserted into Aladdin, it feels out of place. And so it's hard to get with it in the movie oh okay that's my thought i have a i have a different i have the opposite view okay so i think by itself as a song it's got some great moments yeah but there are some parts that seem a little bland to me i think in the movie i think it's a lot more impactful to me i love the disappearing or like the frozen and in time people right because i like when we get to the part the greatest part i think in this Aladdin is when she convinces the guards to turn against Jafar and she speaks out and she is doing what a leader does and not being silent. And then, you know, the whole wonderful notion of, you know, in general, women are told to, you know, be silent and just kind of go with it. And she's speaking out. Right. And this is great for our day and age as well. All of those things, when they come together with her convincing the main guards and like talking like yeah that is really cool and when you tie that into this song i think it carries a lot more weight yeah okay she can sing that's she can great. sing that, that's the thing like she she sounds good singing the song and i am totally down with those changes of her becoming the actual sultan you know being the one who cares about agrabah and and the people and running like i'm totally down with all of that i thought those were just fine changes. Right. This Aladdin should not run a country. This, <laughs> this is what we know. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. Now, I want to jump to some of the final scenes. Basically, the, the climax when Jafar is making the wish to become sorcerer. In the original, Jasmine in the hourglass with the sand. Mm-hmm. So suspenseful. Mm-hmm. And so like... The sand coming down at you. Yeah, it was just so, so good. Like that whole final scene in the original Aladdin, like tension is building up. Everything about it was just, well, I will also say in the original, the Jasmine character, pretty sultry at times for a cartoon. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> just throwing that out. Like there were times I was like, oh, I don't know. 
it's appropriate. <laughs> this is rated G. <laughs> it, was a, it was a little. Oh yeah, for sure. I I really do appreciate the conservative approach to the costuming in this movie. Yes, <laughs> because we like if they had gone full Aladdin and Jasmine of the cartoon and just put them in the same outfits as oh, then problematic it probably it probably would not be family friendly no but even just the way the original jasmine talks she's talking to jafar in that one scene trying to make him this think kind of seductressy yeah very like a little intense actually i was kind of looking at my boys like you guys all right over there like, you guys good jafar i never realized how incredibly handsome you are i mean eight-year-old nathan was Right? I think she may have been my first cartoon crush, so that yeah. really says something. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the final scenes in the new one, Pterodactyl Iago. Meh. I'm fine with that. Meh. Eh. Eh. But like, it's fine. Whatever. The genie version of Jafar in the new one, to Uncanny Valley. Yeah. I wanted snake transformation. Why couldn't I have a giant snake? I thought someone told me that the scariest part of the new one was when he turns into a snake. And I was waiting for it the whole time. No. I don't know if they remembered it wrong or whatever, but it was like, no snake. yeah, I was waiting for the big snake. Even if he doesn't transform into a big snake, do a big snake. Just have a big snake in the final scenes. Have a giant snake. Yeah, giant Iago didn't do it for me as much. <laughs> <laughs> no. That was such a scary part of the cartoon. Yes. Was Jafar to snake. Oh, my goodness. And snake to genie. Both oh, brilliant goodness. animated, both the the stuff of nightmares, but in like, yes, I would say a fun way. Yeah. I can say that now as a grown man, as a right. <laughs> And I totally, in the original, I totally believe Jafar, like the interchange between Aladdin and Jafar, Aladdin tricking him to become the most powerful thing in the universe. The original, those, the dialogue seemed way more believable and natural. What? He gave you your power. He could take it away. Al, what are you doing? Why are you bringing me into this? Face it, Jafar. You're still just second best. You're right. His power does exceed my own. And in the new one, it seemed like, would Jafar actually be convinced? Because I don't feel like Aladdin's selling this really well. Right. He's not even leading him along very well. (laughs) Right. Second. Only second. He serves me. The, the climax in general was kind of strange. They resorted a little bit to magical energy doing stuff for you where visually they could have done a lot more. For example, at some point in time, he causes, is it the Sultan to just like be in anguish, to be frozen right. and in pain? Like pain. And some yeah, people yeah. are kind of frozen in, in place. Yeah. That's not super fun to watch right like create a cage create a uh, a glass hourglass that you're stuck in create some sort of thing that's more than just like you're locked in yeah and frozen because like in the original he unravels the carpet in that one scene and that's like boo becomes the symbol monkey at some point yes like all those things like your heart is like wrenched because you're like oh these characters that i love things are unraveling fast now boy oh and it's so good like <laughs> the lines paired with the visual like oh he makes all these puns it's great yes yeah so the so the newer one i was like uh 
I, I wasn't crazy about the climax. It was yes, meh, you know. Agreed. We didn't talk about these other moments throughout the movie that I thought were fun addition. Mm-hmm. The Bollywood style dancing yes. scene. Yep. Yes. Yes and yes. Yep. Here for it. Absolutely. Love it. Here for it. Jasmine's handmaiden loved her. Yes. Same. She was great. Yep. I agree. And it was fun. Like the Will Smith and her interactions. Yep. I really liked those. Oh, I thought it, I thought it was really good. I accept. Please continue. I was noticing how pleasant the evening is. At the party, I noticed you noticing how pleasant I am. Right. How's this going? It's clumsy, but in a charming sort of a way. I thought that the Sultan and Jasmine's interaction about leading the people, I love the addition of Jasmine, like as we talked about earlier, as being someone who like really cares about her people and her kingdom. Yeah. But has kind of been in the like you need to find a man, look pretty. Right. That still look pretty sort of thing. Yeah. I yeah. love these additions, but <laughs> some of these other shortcomings are difficult for me. Yes. We're, we're getting dangerously close to rating the movie. Yeah. But bef- before we do, I just want to, one last point. The scene in the original, when Aladdin uses his last wish to set the genie free, I cry every time. <laughs> to this day? To this day. Seeing it with my children <laughs> just last week, the music swells. You big ball of mush. Listen, the music swells, and the genie, like, looking at his wrist and the things fall off like i'm about to cry right now like it is so such a nice moment like it's really wonderful mm-hmm. genie you're free in the new one I'm down with the change that he becomes human instead of just a free genie. Like I'm fine with that. Right. And then he like goes away with the handmaiden, like has a life. Like I'm totally fine with that change. The uncanny valley genie in that moment just takes it away. Like I visually, I'm looking at it and I'm like, this guy looks yeah, so it's weird. Hard to emote. Hard to emote when you're in the uncanny valley. <laughs> it's hard to emote, and I just didn't feel the same thing. And so that that one moment. It was like, and even Aladdin's delivery of the line of using his last wish to set him free, it was, it was kind of mediocre. And I was just like, uh, it's not feeling it. Didn't feel it. Yeah. I wish to set you free. What? Also the scene of Aladdin almost drowning in the old movie. Mm. So suspenseful in the animated movie. In this one. Not as much. I do like the chair falling out, though. That is cool. Yeah, that was cool. And that, the, the chair being falling out of the tower, that's a fun yes. visual. And the slow-mo in the air, I'm down for that. Like That looked really cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, I still prefer Robin Williams turning into a submarine and uh, <laughs> taking Aladdin out of the water that way. That's just it's fun. Well, we need to rate this movie, Nate. And I would like to rate it. The one thing we didn't mention yet, and I'm glad I could save it till now. 
Yes. The scene when Jasmine is asking Aladdin where Ababwa is on the map. <laughs> <laughs> it's that was actually a funny scene. Like I enjoyed that. The genie's like doing stuff to the map and puts it on there finally. So anyway, on a scale of zero to five maps of Ababwa, Nate, how would you rate Ooh. the 2019 Aladdin? All right. Ooh. This is tough. This is very tough for me. Mm-hmm. Here's what I would say. I'm going to give Aladdin three and a half <laughs> maps of Ababwa. Yep. Ababwa. Yep. Ababwa. Here's what I have to say. Yes. This Aladdin movie was very fun to watch in theaters. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of fun visual elements. As far as the live action Disney movies that have come thus far, and I have seen every one of them, mm-hmm. it's up there for me, not because it's a good movie, mm-hmm. but because it has enough fun moments that make me reflect on the nostalgia I feel for the old Aladdin and yet has a few new things that I find enjoyable. I think as a remake, it is more successful in capturing the spirit of Aladdin than Lion King or Beauty and the Beast or Cinderella Mm. and all these other ones. Mm. So I would say it's not a good movie. It is a fun movie. Yeah. And that fun will, as far as rewatchability, I would rewatch this movie again. Sure. Well, and I bought the thing. So I'll definitely be watching it again to get my money's worth. Right, absolutely. There are enough fun moments. What this movie will absolutely do is it will pull you back to the 1992 masterpiece and let you appreciate some of the brilliant decisions and the Robin Williams-ness of that movie. Yeah, well, the exact number I had in my mind was also three and a half maps of a Babwa. I would tell people, as much as I love the original, don't not watch the new one. You know, I do think, like you said, it's a fun watch. It's visually fun. Just seeing the carpet and the tiger and Abu the monkey, like seeing their animation is incredible. Will Smith is still delightful when he doesn't look like Uncanny Valley. Right. Uh, Jasmine does have a great performance in the movie. The, the Bollywood dance and other scenes like... It is enjoyable. Like it's not it's not a bad movie. Have you ever seen the movie Hitch? Oh, absolutely. With Will Smith? Yes. He plays Hitch for part of this movie. Mm. As kind of the teaching Aladdin to be like a smooth operator. Yeah, that's good. And that is wonderful. Like that's that's Will Smith primo acting. I agree. I'm waiting for the right moment. No, no. No waiting. We're done waiting. No, I'm in charge. Okay. I say when it's the right moment. What did your kids think about these movies? Did you get uh, like a survey of your your boys? Yeah. I don't know. Did your girl watch it as well? Yeah, we, we all watched them. Hard to tell uh, with the girl. She just likes watching the movies. <laughs> but uh, I believe both boys agreed that they liked the animated version better. Because they knew that would make their father happy. I did not sway their opinion in uh-huh, any way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm sure I you didn't. I simply presented now, the did movies. did you like this garbage remake, or did you like that classic <laughs> cartoon? Now no, speak to no, your father. No, no I didn't. Papa? All right, Nate, we have to do our top fives quickly. Let's do it. All right, so we're going to do our top five favorite songs slash arrangements from across Aladdin. Now, do they have to appear in the movie, or can they be, like we talked about the Peebo? Oh. Bryson, Regina version. No, no, uh, any arrangement in either soundtrack 
Uh, I'm I'm good with. Okay. Now I don't honestly I have not listened to those very well, so all my picks are in the movie. Okay. okay. But but no, I have no issue with it. So we're gonna let's do our worst two. Should we do our worst two first? Uh, yes. Okay. So listeners, we are going to do our two least favorite arrangements from either Aladdin, and then we're going to do our top five. All right, I'm ready. Okay. My worst two. I'll just give them to you straight. Will Smith's Arabian Nights. And my least favorite is the 2019 One Jump arrangement. I just couldn't get, couldn't get with it. That was my least favorite. What about you? Those are exactly my two as well. <laughs> They're going to be indifferent. It's going to be One Jump is going to be my least favorite. Yeah, exactly. Followed by Arabian Nights. However, yep. I'm going to give the new Arabian Nights one uh, pro. And that is after they say destiny lies in your hand and they slow it down and beat every beat there with a destiny lies in your hands. That's yeah, that's a good one. They go to a G minor chord is usually Arabian night. Mm-hmm. They drop that first A down to a D Ooh. and they go Arabian night. Uh, okay. And yeah, yeah, that yeah. adjustment is a really fun take. Okay. So that's my pro of the song. Let the darkness unfold or find fortunes untold. Well, your destiny lies in your hands. Arabian night. All right, well, let's do our top five. I think we're going to have to sing these too. Yeah, you, you, go, you go first. All right. My number five in my top five favorite Aladdin songs. And these are all from the original. Oh, okay. One jump. Ahead of the bread line, a boy swing, ahead of the sword. I steal only what I can't afford. That's everything. That's everything. That's everything. Uh, so that's my number five. What about you? I'm going to go with Prince Ali. I'm going to go with the Prince Ali from this version. Ooh, okay. I really like I listened to it this morning. I really like it. It's good. I, I'll give you that. I really like it. Well, my number four, I'm putting the original Prince Ali as number four. He beat the gathering cords. Who sent those goons to their lord? Why Prince Ali? He's got seventy-five golden camels. So good. Mine is from the original one jump. Let's not be too hasty. Still, I think he's wrong. Gotta eat to live, gotta still to eat. Otherwise, we'd get along. (laughs) Okay, very good. All right, well, my number three. Riff Raff, Street Rat. I don't buy that. If only they'd look closer. Would they see a poor boy? No, sirree. It's a short reprise, but I love a reprise gets it on the list. A reprise because that those few moments from the original of Aladdin singing those lines are beautiful. Mm. So that reprise is my number three. <laughs> mm. This is tough for me. I'm doing a little bit of rejiggering here. Oh, mid-list rejiggering. Okay. Yeah, it's when you don't feel confident with what you have before. I'm going to go a whole new world, but I'm going to go, this is going to be a little bit crazy, but I'm going to go with the Zane 
mm. One Direction mix at the end of the credits for this one. Okay. I really enjoy it. I think the original, I don't have the original Whole New World on here. I know that's blasphemous. Yes, it is. It's very good. I sang it a lot. It's a great song, but no, it's number three. I'll give the Whole New World, all Whole New Worlds, Peebo as well. Just throw them all in, all versions. (laughs) Number three. At all, number three. I love the, I love the, don't you dare close your I hope people enjoy all this singing because I'm enjoying it. Probably it's not. Probably no, no, not. I think it's the, <laughs> all right. My number two. Life is your restaurant and I'm your maitre d. Come on, whisper what it is you want. You ain't never had a friend like me. Oh, we pride ourselves on service. You're the boss, the king, the shah. Say what you wish. It's yours. True dish. How about a little more baklava? I could do the whole song right now. It's just ingrained. It's just there. Mm. Anyway, Friend Like Me, I'm actually going to put it as number two. I love it. It's one of my favorites, but it's number two. All right. I've done some rejiggering. <laughs> Again? <laughs> no, that this is the original rejiggering I was doing because okay. you brought up the reprise. Yep. And I am going to go with the original Aladdin, Prince Ali reprise by Jafar. Ooh. Prince Ali turns out to be merely a Just come, need I go on, take it from me. His personality flaws. That's a good pull, Nate. When he does the final line in there and he does that golf swing to send yes. the castle turret with Aladdin <laughs> flying. Yes. And he goes, Yes, yes. If we could get a quick clip of that, just so people remember that. Absolutely. The venue chosen is the ends of the earth. It's so creepy. It turns something like wonderful into like this taunting song. Yes. Really well done. Oh, man, that is good. Well, my number one yeah. is the original from 1992 I can show you the world shining shimmering splendid tell me princess now when did you last let your heart decide have you ever heard the YouTube video where the guy sings both Aladdin and Jasmine parts (laughs) is it good or is it ridiculous oh my goodness it's amazing. Really? Uh, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you, and then I want this in show notes because it yeah, absolutely. is fantastic. Sorry. Go <laughs> I, on. No, I listen to that. The, that's I, good. I, I disrupt. No, no. That's, that's all I wanted to say. I mean, it's so classic. It's iconic. Mm. It's just one of the most beautiful songs, lyrically and musically. Yeah. A whole new world. Wonderful. I am going to go with Friend Like Me yeah. from the original movie. Yeah as my favorite robin williams it is so good so burned into my mind yes it's so impactful it's very good yes it's an excellent choice what more to say never had a friend never had a friend you ain't never had a friend never had a friend you ain't never had a
But I will have to say, the outro, Friend Like Me with DJ Khaled, gives me almost <laughs> as much joy. I, don't, I do not joke with you here. I love it. Okay. And I have told, I have told Stephen on the way out, if we could play the outro song to end our podcast, it would end everyone on a, on a happy note. Well, I will play it. Before you hear it, listener, don't forget, rate us on Apple Podcasts, five stars with a comment, interact with us on Instagram, at Movies on the Side, and uh, you can still get merch, motsfam.com. You can buy t-shirts, hoodies, bags, mugs, all that good stuff. And if you'd like to listen to our bonus episodes, anyway, patreon.com slash Movies on the Side. Check us out there. Now enjoy the DJ Khaled version of Friendly. Too late, y'all done wound me up. Too late, y'all done wound me up. About to show you what I'm working with. It's the Dolly Baba, it's the Big Papa, it's the Blue Handsome. Jasmine like a flower, it's the Ooh. Grant you wishes, it don't even cost a dollar. Hey. You gotten on the carpet when you rotten, wanna holler like, hey, tell me where you wanna go. Hold up.